And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. This is the don't make it up. This is actually makes <laughs> And see, I came up with more... Not what we know, because we don't know shit. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Since we're no exception, this is What We Think. I'm S. Sadie Burbank. And I'm David K. Montoya. All right, let me jump right in. First, let me say thank you for the pizza. It has been a long time (laughs) since we've had... Quote unquote real pizza. real pizza, not not cardboard with fake cheese and no. fake shrooms and even at that I kind of like it. But that oh I know because no you know even shitty pizza is better than no pizza at all. There is no such thing as bad pizza. There's That's true. Just better pizza. Correct. So yeah, cool. <sighs> Getting comfortable here, folks. <clears throat> so I already have a pre-planned, and I, I kind of mentioned this to Sadie in the beginning. So let me go ahead and set the stage for the listeners, and then we'll okay. jump into it. Okay. Um, last week on Jimmy Kimmel, um, actually it's Jimmy Kimmel Live on okay. ABC Network, he has a skit where he brings in kids, and he asks the kid like real real life questions, right? Just to kind of see what the the thought process of kids to adults, like he does on the commercial. Yes. Okay. You know, it, it's kind of inspired by, you know, the darndest things that kids say. or something. Right. Or kids, kids say the darndest thing. things. Art Linkletter. Yes. <clears throat> back in the day. And he asked about, well, we owe China like $1.3 trillion. What what should we do about it? And he turns to the first kid and he, and he says, what do you think? And the first kid replies, well, we should kill them all. That way we don't have to pay, uh, have to pay them. And he said it. Right off the top of his head, there was no hesitation. Oh, yeah. There was no, no that thought. Was first press. thing came in his head, and it, the camera cuts back to to Jimmy, and you can kind of see the the shocked and surprised look, and he tries to make a, a light of the joke, you know, right. or make a joke about what he said, right. and then within probably that whole skit was probably three to four seconds long, right? You know, between him and that boy, right? And then they move on to another one, and they keep going. And in fact, towards the end, it's, it, it kind of came back around about killing. And that's. Yeah. And from other kids too, I yes, noticed. Yes. Not just from the first kid, but other kids kind of picked up on that theme. Yes. And that's where it was starting to head. As and, kids that age will do. Right. You know, one kid says something, so they all jump on. The kids are what? You said six, but I'm he, thinking, they look more like seven year olds to me. But I was going to say six or seven. Yeah. Around six or seven. And, Very precocious children. Yes. And he noticed where it was starting to take a turn, so that's where he cut the segment. Because it right. was all unscripted. Right. right. You know, this is what the the children's thoughts were, you know, regardless of what they've been taught or not taught. That's and what they were. Interestingly, not to necessarily interrupt, but interestingly, one of those children, the one sitting next to him, is Asian. Yes. I don't know what kind, but she's Asian. Yes. Interesting if she was Chinese, because she doesn't think of herself that way. You know, to her... The Chinese are those guys over there across the ocean, just like right. the Japanese are to Ernie, you know, right. my husband, who's Japanese-American. So, yeah, go ahead. So it aired. No one thought anything of it when it aired. And Apparently. The next that you morning, know about. That I, yeah, that I know about. The next morning, there were several protesters from Chinese-Americans uh, at 
in def- different states at ABC Network demanding that Jimmy Kimmel Live would be taken off the air. Because, because he because, allowed that to be aired? Yes, and he was a racist, and, and, mm. and it just kind of got really deep in the bullshit. Besides, I mean, well, was there anything else you wanted to say before I no, 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 start that, in? No, 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 that's it. Okay, first of all, how much say-so does he have in what gets aired? Just because he's a star does not mean he has the no. yay or nay on it. No, you have the producers, line producers, yeah. executive producers. Right, and he may or may not have put in his two cents worth toward that issue. Right. We don't know, nor do the protesters. Right. Because that's never been made public information to this point, right? Right. Well, I do know that, like, with, um, oh, the the guy with the chin. Jay Leno. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say Jay Leno, but. Um, and because they made, you know, a movie quite a few years ago about his life. And, and remember originally he left. About Jimmy Kimmel's life or Jay Leno's Jay life? Jay Leno's life. Oh, okay. Um, you know, he left NBC Network because the things that he felt were, were the funniest and his skits were getting cut from in the editing room. So mm. I know. That they don't have that, that much input. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you don't have the purse strings, you're not you're not calling the punches. That's where that's at. That's just life. Yeah, that's the way she works. So, okay, so there's that issue. We do not know whether or not Kimmel had anything to say about. Now, this the second point I want to make is that he's in a business that that thrives, if you will, on attention getting. Right. I won't go so far as to say sensationalism, although it's in my thinking. Okay, uh, so if they are going to get attention from listeners and viewers by putting out what they put out, they're going to put it out. Right. Because that's going to make you watch the show. That means unless you have a fast finger, you're going to catch at least 10 seconds of any commercial that they have. Right. Okay, not to mention seeing it, even though you don't hear it. And even if it's recorded, you still have to zip past them, you yes. know. And that's the name of the game for them. That's what their sponsors are paying for. Their sponsors want you to buy their shit. And yes. if you have, if you get exposed to their commercial, the odds are increased exponentially for them that you will. And that's what the whole thing is about. Selling product. That, yeah, you think, you know, this isn't public television. Right. Okay. This is not PBS. If you want PBS, go to PBS, which is my third point. Or maybe fourth. I don't know how far I've gotten. <laughs> you know, this is why God invented opposable thumbs. Yes. If you don't like what you're watching on television or hearing on television, change the fucking channel. I totally agree. You know, I mean, please. We live in a country for whom there is a constitutional right to speak your mind. Right. Okay. First Amendment. And, and a lot of people think, well, yes, but that's, that doesn't mean on television or radio. Bullshit. It does. It means anywhere. Right. It means anywhere. And the censors that have been in place since <clears throat> almost all of these media were invented, so to speak, have had their, their thumbs over the, the button that turns off the sound. Way too long. Right. You know, and people have grown up thinking that this is the way it's supposed to be because it's always been that way. Uh-uh. And, no. 
And that's you censor for yourself is what I'm saying. If you don't approve of what's being said, okay, turn it off. And I was going to say, even as a seven-year-old boy, seven-year-old boy has the same around same amount of freedom of speech as a thirty-six-year-old. Absolutely, absolutely. And and those kids weren't doing anything more because they were on TV no. than they would have if they'd just been sitting around the campfire in the boondocks or someplace. They were expressing. The first thing that came into their heads, where they, where that kid got that idea is neither here nor there at this point. Right. We could say, yeah, he probably got it from his folks or his uncle or whoever. <clears throat> that isn't the point. The point is, he was just saying the first thing that came into his head. Right. And like I said, they're all precocious children. Someone has said to them, hey, it's okay. You get up there and just do your thing, honey. Be a, you know, be a kid, you right. know. So they do. They get up there and the first thing that comes in their head comes out their mouth. Yeah. As they would if they were just alone, trying out new ideas, saying things to one another, like, you show me your pee-pee, I'll show you mine, that sort of shit. And right. it, it's the same thing, you know? It, and and that's why Art Linkletter, I think, kind of wished several episodes into his Kids Say the Darndest Things show. I think he kind of went, oh, what the fuck was I thinking? You know, because he was stuck with it by then. Right. And back in the day, kids didn't say the darndest things like they say now. Kids say different things now. A six-year-old, when Art Linkletter was talking to kids, didn't know what China was. He thought it was a plate. Yeah. What the fuck do they know? They don't know it's another world, another country, another culture. They right. don't know anything about that. They do now. Oh, yes. Kids are much more exposed to the world now at an early age due to electronics than ever before. So, yeah, kids kids have things to say about it, even though they're not necessarily the things that, you know, like I said, if this little girl sitting beside this guy was Chinese, right? if she thought of herself as Chinese, if she took offense at what he said, she could have turned to him and said, hey, wait a minute. That would be me too, yeah. You know, there was and she no, would have done right if she was a little Chinese kid who understood what he said. She would have said, "Hey, hold on here, just a minute." And one of the kids did say, "If you kill all the Chinese, then they'll just want to kill us," which I thought was kind of astute for a kid that age, right? Actually, uh, because she caught on to the fact that you know, wiping somebody out isn't necessarily, the or answer. trying to wipe somebody out is not going to solve the problem. Because there's going to be somebody left that's going to want to retaliate. Right. So that that sort of has sunk in on her level in some way. Ah, where she got it again. Who knows? You know. But I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fault Kimmel for it. No. Even if he did have the yay or nay on it, I. You know. Again, like I said, if if he. If he was the one who said, <laughs> "Let's show the show," anyhow, take what take what we get. Right. Then, okay, that's what you got. You got some people pissed. And how many millions of people watched that show? Millions and millions. And how many people protested? Less than 100? Oh, no. I'm guessing? No, um, somewhere in the vicinity of like 200,000 total. Oh, okay. So 200,000. So maybe 1%? Yeah, maybe. Maybe 1% of his viewers disapproved. Okay, so that's... uh, and you know the funny thing is, is I, that's not I, a lot. I'd be willing to put money on the fact that most of those uh, people out there protesting probably had not even seen the segment. They probably just heard it. Through oh, word yeah, of that's that's also entirely possible. 
Plus, how many of them are Chinese, Chinese Americans, or not? Right. You know, a lot of people want to protect people from people, and they're not even those people. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I mean, really. You know, don't, don't, don't help me. I, you know, I can get by on my own. I don't right. need you to protect me from other bad people. Okay. If I feel insulted, I can speak up. Now, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel came out with a press release and he publicly, he didn't even say, I apologize. He straight out said, I am sorry that this offended anybody. Well, I would be sorry that it offended someone too, but I wouldn't necessarily withhold it just because it offends someone. Right. As you and I have said on our show, we're going to say some things that are going to piss off some people. Sorry about your problem. Right. Change the channel. And, end of, end of <laughs> comment. But even at that, I mean, and we say it and we move on and that's it. Yeah. But, but we're not Jimmy Kimmel. Well, that's true. But I mean. <laughs> Nor do we have millions of listeners but that we know of. If, if he went out there and he apologized and he said, you know, he, his job is just to entertain. Right. You know, and he does right. the best he can as far as entertaining right. for the last years. And again, he, he apologized. He goes, I am sorry for offending anybody. That should have been the end. That should have been. That should have been all he was required to do. I would, personally, I wouldn't have been as upset about what the kid said, any more upset than if, if he had said something like, uh, let's, let's tear the, the feet off all their dogs and light fire to their babies. I'd be worried about that child. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'd be real worried about that child because as we all know who studied Psych 1A, Animal abuse and fire don't mix in no, a child. No. You've got a, you got a problem on your hands growing right there in your little household. But, um, you know, to make a comment like that very offhand the way he did, I doubt that, he, I doubt that he has any idea what he said. Even if he's just parroting, you know? Right. Even if dad said that once or mom said that once or grandma or whoever and he heard it and picked it up. Even then, he still doesn't know what he's saying. And it's grandma's or mom's or dad's issue to deal with. That's their child. That's not for the whole world to deal with this child and his concept of, of how to deal with the problem in owing China a bunch of money, which is such a stupid question in the first place. But anyway, I don't know. I, I think that was kind of partially why it was, you know, brought to that that little round table of children is yeah it, it is it's just a very it's an odd it thing to ask children but and like i said these days kids do know what china is yes they do know what it means to owe a lot of money they know i was gonna say they know <laughs> what a deficit is yeah yeah they're a lot of them sadly are learning personally what that's all about so yeah you know do they have any idea what the chinese people are up against no do they have any idea what how this Debt was incurred? No. Do you? I don't. No. I How did don't. we wind up owning, owing, you know, $1.8 trillion to Japan or to China? I don't know. I'd send them a bunch of, of, uh, American made merchandise. Yeah. Offset the, the tab with American mer, I mean, that's, you know, we get all their, <laughs> we get all their merchandise. Send them some of ours. Here, we'll knock off some of the debt with, here's, here's, Here's oh, I know, I know. Billion dollars worth of dolls. I was gonna say, now I'll we're even, even. I'll even do better than that. Yeah. Send them like a billion dollars in Taylor. Jesus, send them Taylor Swift. Yes, there you and, go. And and the Beeb. Yes. Send them both. And that should that that should ought to cancel yeah. the debt right there. Absolutely. Did you see? I I I know I wasn't. We weren't gonna go there, but did you see the latest? Oh Jesus! I was gonna cut it out and bring it to you, and I didn't. Uh, she's gotten some kind of 
all-time lifetime achievement award. Already? Oh, Jesus, yes. Is she like 20? Yeah, I don't know. 20, 22, 21, somewhere in there. From some major, she's just a major contribution she's made to the music industry. And there are people well-placed in the music industry who rave about her skill and talent. Maybe it's Most of them have dicks, I have to admit, but mm, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And I, I mean, I know I'm old, okay? So that's one reason I don't get it, but you're not old and you don't get it. No. And, you're, and you've got a dick, presumably. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's there because his wife says he's a dick. So I'm pretty sure he is. I mean, that, that's not quite what I meant, but you get the idea. So I don't know. But yeah, we could send we could send the two of them. Oh yeah, that that would definitely count. I wouldn't, it, you know. I mean, that would work for me. So again, you. Would oh, say, and Miley, we could throw in Miley just for shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. Okay. Miley's smoking dope on stage now too in the Netherlands, where it's legal anyway. Nice. I just read that in the paper. <laughs> yeah. What else can she do? I mean, she hasn't actually fucked on stage yet. No. I mean, that's get that gets done, but usually in the little. Uh, you know, singles, um, green room, yeah, the little, little, uh, hovels and nightclubs on North Beach and, and yeah, places yeah. like that. Not on major stages, but hey, anything's possible. Give it time. Especially in the Netherlands, I suppose. I don't know. Anyway. So jumping back to the Jimmy Kimmel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did sort of digress. <laughs> So, again, he came out, he did a public apology. Mm -hmm. ABC put out a public apology. That should have been the end of the situation. Should have been. Okay, because he said it was inadvertently, you know, it it was not meant to offend anybody. It was just inadvertent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, again, you'd think it'd be the end of the story. No. No, of course not. These people decide that they have signed a petition. Of course. A White House petition. With over 200,000 signatures demanding that the show be removed from ABC. And because it's over 100,000 signatures, the president now has to take away from his busy schedule of, you know, running the free world and pretty much tell everybody, you know, you're full of shit. Just get over it. I'm not canceling a TV show. Thoughts? Well, okay. Here's my take on that. Okay. As I said, we live in a country governed by a constitution that entitles free speech, freedom of speech, the right to express oneself. They have the right too. If our system has afforded them an opportunity such as you're describing to get a petition that can ultimately wind up on the president's desk for his attention... That's not their fault, nor is it his. It's the system that we as voters allowed to be created that allowed that system to be in place. That's my take on that. Well, the funny thing is, 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 and the people don't even realize it, but the protesters themselves are exercising the same thing that they're protesting against. Well, you know, because that, if, that's been done for eons. Ever since the Constitution was written, people have have protested people getting up 
and saying things that they don't think they should say. Right. And, and, and that's the, the mark of the validity of that part of the Constitution. Uh, you know, it's like, who was it? Uh, I should know this. My brother will be turning over in his grave because I don't. My dad too. Who was it said? I don't agree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. That should be one's stance. Right. Freedom of speech doesn't mean as long as you say what I think is right. Freedom of speech means freedom of speech. It wasn't Thomas Jefferson, was it? Uh, no, I think it was... Um, more modern. It might have been Thomas Paine or... Um, I'm not positive. Google it and find out. Anybody that wants to know, Google it. You can find it out. It's a common quote. Um, so the, the point is, if you, if you want freedom of speech for yourself, okay, right. you got to be willing to give it to the guy next door to you. Right. Absolutely. And that means if he gets up and says, I think that, that Adolf Hitler was a saint, you got to let him say that. You don't have to listen to him. You don't have to agree with him, but you have to let him say it. Right. It's his constitutionally guaranteed right. And that's what it means. That's what that right means. It means anybody can say whatever they want. And we've spent too many years as a society um, squashing at every opportunity uh, under the guise of protection and appropriateness and a lot of other excuses we have squashed the opinions and actions and words of a lot of people Yes. in a lot of ways. All because we say we're protecting our children and our future and all other shit. But basically what we're doing is depriving them of the rights to express themselves. I agree. And that is unconstitutional. I'm sorry. I know that's going to not hit well with a lot of people. I'm sorry. It is what it is. It is. Absolutely. So you gotta, you gotta either believe in the Constitution or not. And if you don't believe in the Constitution of the United States, get the fuck out. Exactly. And that, that's kind of something that, you know, since we're talking about freedom of speech, that's what protects us. You know, certain countries that do podcasts, they have to be very leery about what yeah. they say. Yeah. We can yeah. get on here and we can say whatever we want. We don't have to really yeah. think about it. And there are people who don't agree with what I have said, and that's fine not to agree with what I've said, but read, you know, if you want to say, well, that's not what it says, well, read the Constitution and see what it says. See, right. see where I'm wrong. Point it out to me, please, because <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I'm right. Right. Okay, so if you don't agree with that, you're entitled to say so. Absolutely. You know? But why are you living here? Why are you living in this country? If you don't, if you don't want to live under the Constitution of the United States, why are you here? Speaking of which, it is Veterans Day today, and I know this podcast is going to be aired after the fact. Right. But, uh, it just reminded me when I said the United States, it reminded me to, to thank all of the service men and women who have or are serving our country. Yes. And protecting our Constitution. Because freedom isn't free. No, it isn't. And it's damned hard to come by. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day at a party. And she was saying, oh, I want to go to some third world country I shall not name. 
and so and so's going, and I want to go along too. I said, "Have you ever lived in a third world country? Have you ever visited one? You know, much less lived in one." Right. No, and I said, "Well, it's a real experience." Um, just and she, her mother was there, and she said, "Yeah, she knows. She wrote a book about it." Tell me what country, and I'll just make the beep. I'll make the edit. Beep. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, well, and the reason is that they're right, right. The mother was actually born in ah, and so that was that was not the reason she wanted to go there necessarily, but and I don't know who it was, but some friend of hers was going to go to you know, it's like I want to go to the mall. No, it's Didn't not the same. Yeah, no, it's not. Even if everything else is going well in a third world country. Which it never is, but even if it is, right. then you have the fact that look at the Philippines right now. They just got over a 7.2 earthquake. Now they're having a Thai fucking foon that is blowing the country off the map, you yes. know, and they have no resources to help. None. So now they're, of course, coming to us and whoever else will, will come to their aid to give them some help because there are no resources. They don't have building codes, so all the, half their buildings fell down. Right. And then after the earthquake, the other half blew away in the hurricane or typhoon or whatever the fuck. And and you know. And that's just a particular third world country. Right. They're all pretty much that way. <laughs> you know, they got look at um, um Sri Lanka for God's sake. They're practically underwater most of the time. Every time they have a typhoon, the country's under fucking water, yeah. 4 feet of it, you know, and they go through the same shit every year. Well, we're underwater and we got to drown. You know, well, fucking get to high ground. Well, they can't, you know, because there's so many of them and there's no high ground. Right. You know, so that's same, same thing. Third world country life is just not all it's cracked up to be by the travel agencies and whoever else wants to get you there. No. Ah, uh, no. You know, that's so, funny. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. In fact, I, I'm, I'm going to take this as a segue and I'm going to go to something else. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us.
looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Since we're talking about countries, a friend of mine uh, just came back and they did um, the European, well, it wasn't European, they, they did the UK. They mm. went to England, mm. Ireland, um, they went to Scotland. Scotland. I'm trying to think. I know they Wales. Went, they went to, uh, but France isn't part of the UK, but I know no. they went to France. They crossed the channel to, yeah. go to France. Um, did they go Wales too? Wales is up there. Yes. Yeah, cool. And, um, but that was an interesting visit. They, they had a, a, a special kind of Da Vinci Code type tour. Oh, yeah. Where they got to go to like the, the Church of the Templars. Oh, yeah. And they, they got to go to different spots that was mentioned in the book. They went mm-hmm. to the Luge in, uh, France, you know, and got to see the Mona Lisa and David. Oh, cool. and, and I was like, oh, I am so cool. fucking envious. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've, I have in the past wanted to do London and, and, and the British Isles. Yes. You know, I have, and, and Ernie and I were just talking the other day about Scotland. Somebody he knows went to Scotland and said that the Scots were such welcoming people. He found them very open and warm hearted and, uh, you know, I thought it was kind of cool. I, I have nothing to base my, assumption okay, yeah, on yeah. but i just assumed that they'd be kind of like anybody else but right. apparently they were overtly welcoming to these people anyway um and yeah i'd kind of like to do that but you know <clears throat> we we talk about this a lot because you know time's limited for us right uh and so we look at places to go things to see and like that right there are still so many places in this country that i've never seen that i would love to see Plus, there are places he wants to go back to. We've been to Yellowstone. He wants to go back. We've been to Alaska. I want to go back. Um, I don't mean Yellowstone. Did I say Yellowstone? Mm-hmm. I meant Yellowstone, not Yosemite. Okay. Uh, Yosemite's cool, too. No offense. But uh, it was Yellowstone, in his case, that he wanted to go back to. Um, and I've always wanted to see the Northeast. 
in the fall, you know, with all the yes. leaves. And I mean, we were just driving down the road today on the way back from a gym, and I said, oh, Lacey, look at the trees. They're so pretty. The yellow and the orange and the red and the sunlight Brown, coming through. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And that was just somebody's yard. <laughs> you know, I mean, imagine hills and dales and everywhere, you know, just mm, always wanted to do that. Um, been to Florida, but we have friends there, so I kind of like to go back. Um, you know, there's a lot of places that, that have been to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Wouldn't turn down a trip back there any day. Love to take the train up to the Grand Canyon that goes up from Williams up to the canyon and back. Oh, that would be fun. Because I love riding trains. They're fun. You know, there's lots and lots of things in this country that we haven't seen that I would spend time and money to see before I would go to Europe. Right. Well, one of the things that caught my attention is she said that um, her and her husband went on the Jack the Ripper tour. And that would be fun. That and would I, be fun. You know, and I was like, oh, how cool would that, that be? Would be? That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. You could look at the... But then you could get that effect without going on the tour, frankly. You could just drive around going, I wonder if it was here. I wonder if it was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, they closed it out with going to Rome. They're Catholic, so they, they went to Rome. Saw the Pope. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how beautiful Italy was. She said that mm. the po uh, Rome actually looked kind of dirty. <laughs> it probably is, yeah. But pretty much main Italy was just gorgeous. Yeah. And, and I don't the know. The countryside, if, you mean? Yes, yeah. and I don't know if you remember John. I don't remember his last name. He was a, a, a nurse in ER. I remember John very well. He's in my book. No, not this book. He's in Convict. John is John is actually a nurse in, in Convict. Really? Yes, absolutely. I remember John very well. Nice guy. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not, not John from ICU. John oh, oh, from okay. ER. Oh, all right. Probably... Nice guy, too, but the one in ICU was the one I was thinking of. ER, ER nurse, John. I can't remember his last name. But Night shift? Not Knox, I mean? He would days. do both. He, he would work days and nights in oh, ER. Okay. But anyway, him anyway. And, and his wife ended up going to uh, Tuscany. I know who you're... Oh, oh, no, wait a minute. Tuscany. No, that's not the one I was thinking of. One of them... Went off to some third world country and took a bunch of meds and and stuff, bandages and crap. Oh, really? I yeah, yeah. That. He did a whole religious thing. But um, this one I'm stuff. talking about, him and his wife went to vacation out in Tuscany. Oh, yeah? And that was it. They didn't come back. They didn't come back? No. Whoa. They I mean, has anybody checked on them? They're cool? Well, well yeah. I mean, they <laughs> last I heard, you know. He went out. Two went out. And no, nobody came back. They were, you know, building a custom home and... Really? Just yeah. like in the movie where what's her name went to uh Tuscany and Yes, yes. Stayed. In fact I have that movie. Tuscan Sunset or something. Under the Tuscan Sun. There you go. See that's close. Got two 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 words out of four, right? <clears throat> and I, I hear that a lot. I hear that it's just so because for us in the States you know, it's rush, rush, go, go, do, do it is. accomplish, it is. accomplish, it accomplish. Is. It is. And there it's not. No. Well, you know, you get back to that uh, living off the, sort of living off the land, if not your land, somebody else's land thing. Right. And, uh, you know, so that just involves toddling down to the market now and then and snagging a chicken and going home and taking your tomatoes out of your garden and wham, you have dinner. 
uh, versus what racing to <laughs> Safeway or, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't even go to the grocery store anymore. I have to go to five stores to get everything I want. What is that about? I know. I'm so picky. Well, you know, the funny thing is, and it makes me think about Arkansas kind of, because everybody, when we lived out in Arkansas, people said I was too high strung. You know, be like, oh, just, just relax, you know, take your time. We'll get, I'm like, no, no, that's not how I, you, <laughs> you know, know, that's just that's not. That's not in your nature. I know, but you're getting better. I am getting you better. You are getting but way, way, way better. a lot of people in Arkansas, in fact, my biological father, yeah, he, he, he always like, what the fuck is your problem? I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't sit around with my thumb up my gotta ass. Go. I gotta, gotta go. Yeah, exactly. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. I don't know. Me, not so much now. Yeah, I used to be that way. And now it's odd the way I think of my time in blocks of of days. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's like on the weekends, it's like, oh, man, I have two whole days where I don't have to do anything. Except we have to go to Home Depot. (laughs) We have to go to grocery stores. There's four-hour trip right there. Okay, because he likes to look at every nut and bolt in Home Depot, and I like to look at every cookie and chip <laughs> in the grocery store. So we're fucked right there for four hours. Plus, if we want to go out for a meal, like breakfast, uh-huh. which I will always say yes to, then that's another two hours, eh, hour and a half. So that pretty well takes up the day. And then the week, you know, it's three days to the gym. Yes. Two days to podcast. Yes. So then I have two days in the week when I don't have to do anything. That's when I'm supposed to be recording the book. Right. But so far, the last three weeks, it hasn't happened. Well, because I was screwed up on how to do the recording, that was one problem. And now I got that all straightened out. So now I just have to find a day when I'm not doing And that doesn't even cover all the other things that I thought I would want to be spending some time on, like making more jewelry, uh, doing the pots, making the pots. I have another jewelry machine I want to work with. All that's, when the fuck am I going to do all this stuff? Right. But I'm not as driven to deal with it now as I was. Yes, I bought the equipment. Okay. So it's there. If I use it, okay. If I don't, okay. It's there for when I'm ready. Ten years ago, I would have been driving myself crazy, staying up all night long, making jewelry and doing this and doing that to get to, I don't know what, to get Completion. To the point where I, yeah, I had, I used it. I bought it to use there. I used it. Okay. I'm going to do that anymore. And my time in, in my mind is a picture of blocks. This block's fucked. It's Monday. This block's fucked. It's Tuesday. This block fucked. It's Wednesday. Okay. Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Not so bad. I might have a chance there <laughs> to get something done, you know? But it seems like I always find some way to interrupt Plus, I haven't even mentioned getting back onto Convict. Right. You know, I'm recording Red Hills. I've been so long away from Convict. Uh, fuck, have I don't to even want, I gotta reread everything again, which means rewrite. And I'm not gonna, I just, mm, can't go there right now. I can't go there right now. Still- and then it's the holidays, too. I mean, we're what, three weeks, two weeks away from Thanksgiving. Right. And another four, another three weeks, and it's Christmas. And I just talked to Bob today, and I said, you know, maybe between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we can try to get together. He's got a new girlfriend, like to meet her, you know, whatever. 
well, he's hoping for a new job. He doesn't know. And I said, yeah, and your sister-in-law, she's working because she's in retail and it's coming up on Black Friday and, you know, oh, pink God. Santa and whatever yeah. else, you know, all that shit. So, God knows if I'll see my kids at the holidays. Uh, I, I mean, really, you know. I, I really hope I have – well, there's two things I hope for. Number one, I hope I have money on Black Friday. And number two, <laughs> I hope they put out the same ad because as God is my witness, I will stay there and at, at 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> I will stay there until the doors open. I've done that. Last year, they offered a 105-inch television for $500. Whoa. And I was like, oh, oh. man. And Lacey's like, where are you putting it? Was that the first person in line would get that or everybody? The first five. Really? Yes. Who'd you have to kill to be first five in line? That's what I'm saying. I, I literally, I, I would wait there 28 hours. I would. We wait, I waited in line. Ernie and I both did when our grandkids were little for Furbies. Ah, uh, yes. Furbies. Remember Furbies? We have a Furby around here somewhere. I have two or three of them in boxes because we bought a bunch of them and now I've got the damn things thinking, oh, they'll be worth something. Me and a nine gazillion other people. Um, and then the little brats didn't care for them. So <clears throat> anyway, um, that was the last time we said, we're not waiting in line. I don't care if they're giving free tickets to heaven. We're not going <laughs> to wait in line. No, no more. No more. No, 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 no. By the way, your wife wants one of those Starbucks straw cups. Uh-huh. She saw them in the store tonight when we were over getting the straw Starbucks. Oh, really? Should I say that out loud? No, you're good. Okay. Well, we also talked about the uh, coffee bean and tea leaf. Uh, also a good place to get coffee. Um, just to give the competition a fair shake. <laughs> Anyhow, she saw one of their cups and she oh, I'm going to tell David I want one of those. She wants one of those. Okay. They're eight ninety five plus tax. Okay. Okay. Just side pass out. Duly noted. She forgets. So anyway. So yes, the 105 inch TV. And Lacey's like, where would you put 105? I yeah, would. She's got a point. I would I make mean, room for that bitch. Yeah. I really would. I, I would just. You'd have to. I'd mount that motherfucker on the wall, ceiling. You could do that. Just lay on your back you and watch TV. You could, yeah, you could do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd there take are, down. We have a 55 inch that's big. We did have the, remember the console? Oh, you don't know. No. We had a console one. You know, it was a 55 inch or 60. I don't okay. remember which. And it was like, you know, it was this box with a television on the front. Right, right, right. It was real handy because I used the top of it to put decorations on in their holidays. Right. You know, so that was, that was, I don't have that anymore. Now we got one hangs on the wall. I got nothing to put my decos on. <laughs> it's like, shit, where am I going to put all this stuff? I got stuff in my garage I can't put up because I got, <laughs> unless I put up a table and then it'll be in front of the TV. What's that about? Eh. Yeah, really. So I don't put up my decos. Anyway, so how'd we get from Tuscan Sunset to, uh, <laughs> Just our conversation. <laughs> mm, roaming around. Oh, yes. From that's... country to country. Where would you like to go if you could go? If if tomorrow I said, David, I just won the lotto and I've got like umpteen gazillion dollars and you get you get a part a part of that, where would you go? Greece. Really? Yes. Interesting. Why? Uh, because, well, okay, let's jump back. Remember the whole Dark Myth Production Studios? The keyword was myth. Mm-hmm. Um, You're into Greek mythology. When when I was uh, sixth grade, I was introduced into Greek mythology, ah. and I've always been fascinated with mythology. Mm. And 
I, I've studied Roman mythology because it's very similar to Greek, and mm. I, I've studied different mythologies, but Greek mythology has always appealed to me the most, and I would just love to go see the ruins. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, that'd be cool. Ruins are cool. Yes. I have Roman glass ring, did you know that? No. Yeah, I bought this ring from Jewelry Television, whom I do not mind saying their name on air, because I spend a lot of fucking money with them. Um, but it's actually, I should have worn it tonight and then I could have showed you, but I didn't know we were going to talk about it. Anyhow, it's, it's made from what they call Roman glass. Okay. Roman glass is not what it sounds like. Roman glass is actually glass that was excavated that was in use during ancient Roman times. Right. Okay. And they, uh, they excavated many intact pieces and lots of not intact pieces. And of the not intact pieces, they made jewelry. They made a lot of things. But one of the <clears throat> things that they made was jewelry. And my ring is actually, it's, it's a setting of a piece of glass. And then they painstakingly, uh, they take the patina off of the, these pieces of glass uh-huh. uh, through some chemical process that I don't understand. They remove the patina and they like set it over here for a second and then they grind the piece of glass to fit the ring setting, whatever it's going to be. And then they set it in the setting and then they take the patina pieces and put it back on the ring, even on the inside, really? on the underside of the, the, like it'd be, <clears throat> here's a ring I'm wearing and right. be like in there inside, uh-huh. see underneath the ring yes. where you can see part of the stone that's there that would have yeah. the patina all over it too. It's an amazing process, very time-consuming, and for the little amount of money they wanted for it, I was like, are you kidding me? Yes, I want some, just because of the artifactness. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's not a word, but I just made it up, because uh, I thought, it's so cool, you know, it's, I mean, because when I was first watching, I'm going, what do you mean Roman glass? What the fuck is that about? Well, then they said, yeah, for those of you who don't know, you know, listen. And they, they even showed pictures of the people, you know, working, working with this stuff and, and doing all that. And it's very interesting. That. It was cool. I, and I, when I, and they say, no, don't get it wet, you know, and don't do this and that, you know, be very careful with it. And I'm like, okay. So I don't wear it real often. Ah. Uh, but if I think of it, I'll try to remember to wear it tomorrow. So I can show Well, it. yeah, the glass is anywhere, what, between two and 3,000 years yeah, old? Yeah, they figure about 2,500 to 3,000 years old. You know, and just the fact that it's a piece of glass from something that somebody that long ago, you know. Right. Here, honey, have a drink of water, you know, with this glass cup. Yeah, that just blows me away. It's like I was telling Lacey one time on the way to the gym. We talk a lot on the way to and from the gym. We should. We really should hook the mic up in the car. We'd get some really good podcasts that way. But I was telling her that I bought this, um, Souvenir, cheap ass Taiwanian souvenir thing one time. I don't even know what it was. And when I opened it up the, the package, yes. there was a hair in it, a black hair, fairly long hair. Uh-huh. And I got so fascinated with the possibility of whom that was that that belonged to that I carried that hair around for the longest time. And I, I wish desperately there was some way that I could connect with that person because to me it was just awesome heck here's this person on the other side of the world who is making these little you know whatever the hell and a hair got stuck in there and i wondered about this person was it a man or a woman 
you know, because it wasn't, I couldn't have told looking at the hair wasn't, you know, significant in any way that you could tell if it was a man's or a woman's hair. It was black and that's all I could tell you. Right. You know, but it just, for a long time, and I, I finally, I think discarded it, but you know, sure. stuff like that is always kind of, kind of, I don't know, appealed to me. So I, I sort of get the ruins thing, yes. you know, that you talked about. And then I think my number two pick would be Rome. Yeah, for the same kind of reasons. Yes. Not so much. Um, I mean, I would like to go to, um, what is it, St. Peter's Cathedral? Um, the Basilica? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I Just to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not Catholic or anything, but I... I yeah, I well, love... it's, it's historically right. renowned. You would want to see it. I mean, if you're going to go there, you may as well. But I think my my main interest would be going and, and traveling, you know, the ancient Rome, you know, mm-hmm. going back. and. My mom and dad did that, sort of. They went to the, what they call the, not the old country, what the fuck do they call it? What do they call that when you go to the seat of religion, Jerusalem and shit like that? What do they call that? Um... Not the motherland, is it? The Holy Land. Holy Land. Holy Land. That was close. What did you say? Motherland. Motherland. That's yeah, Germany. So, same, same old, same old to me. Yeah, the Holy Land. They, they went and, you know, took you know, thousands of slides. I have them still. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. I want to look at them. Oh, no, you don't. There's a, when I said, okay, I'll bring them over. <laughs> We even have a thing that goes chicken, 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 and you project them on your wall and just knock yourself out. Look at the mm, you are desperate for entertainment. <laughs> Anyhow, um, they went to the Holy Land for sort of the same kinds of reasons. Mm-hmm. They wanted to walk where Jesus had, and you know the fact that there's 18 feet of silt on top of that area now is beside the point to them. You know, in their right. minds, that was where Jesus walked, and so okay, they want to go there. Yeah, and they did. See, for me, and, 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 I don't know, that doesn't strike the same type of fascination yeah. with me. Yeah. I don't I know get why. That. I get, well, you're not religious that way. Well, I am religious. I yeah, mean, but I, not that way. That's a, that's a different kind of religion. That it's, it's a whole Jesus thing. Ah. You kind of got to be into the Jesus thing to get that. Okay. That's truly, I mean, that's what it's about. They wanted to go go Goth, Golgotha, you know. Golgotha? The, yeah, they wanted to go there. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to go see where Jesus died? Get real. What's that about? Well, because he died and bled for our sin. Okay, whatever. But that was their trip. That was their desire. And lots of our listeners want to do that too. God bless you all. Okay, but that's not my cup of tea. No. At all. I, I'd be more interested in walking the steps of Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Oh my God, Mike! You just hear my mother rolling over in her grave now. Oh my God! But I'm just—I uh, mean, honestly, to me, that's—I'm not saying I—I I lack the faith or anything like that. But I, I just—I find that more interesting. more interesting. Yeah, I—I I understand that totally. I do. I—I <laughs> I totally do. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Well, you know, footsteps are footsteps. What yeah. can I say? Yeah, I, you know, it's like Bigfoot. I'd almost rather walk in Bigfoot's footsteps. Really, uh, you know. And I, you know, I don't want to get into the Jesus or not thing, okay? But it just, that was their thing. 
That right. was what they wanted to do. That's what they wanted to see. And, and, and for all of the kinds of reasons that you want to go to Greece or to Rome, they had their reasons for wanting to go to the Holy Land. And they were thrilled that they did. So hopefully you will get a chance to one of these days. That's on my bucket list. Yes. Yes. Well, you shouldn't be having a bucket list yet. You're too young for a bucket list. That, I think that's just part of my OCD. You're just planning ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You want to be efficient and get it all laid out. So when when you do get old, you'll have a list. Well, shit. I have a podcasting schedule until 2015, if that says anything. I thought we were going by the seat of our pants. What? No, as far as like what days we record, what days oh. everybody records, what day. For three years hence or two years hence? Yeah. Do you? Wonderful. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really glad to see. That's why I don't plan anything because I know you are. <laughs> I don't have to plan anything. You're planning it all. Ernie's that way with me. He didn't plan anything because he knows I'm in charge. I'm planning it. It depends on what it is. If it has yeah. to do with, uh, like Lacey's family or, or anything to do with getting together that's hers because yeah. i know she'll take care of it right but anything right. other than that we all have I our plan. strong suits we all have our capabilities come here real fast <clears throat> sadie asked me if oh they can't hear it they can't hear it over to um sadie asked me if if you could go anywhere in the world, you know you. If she, I if I won the lottery tonight and I want to go and to France. okay, there you go. Say it in the mic. I want to go to France. Why? Castles. Castles are cool. And I have, I'm Heinz fifty seven. I have French in me, mm-hmm. and I just think that would be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now there are castles in other countries. Yes, but I would like to go. There was a, a, um, a castle in our family, oh. and I don't remember the name because I probably swallowed my tongue trying to say it, mm-hmm. but I would like to go see that. Yeah, I would totally if I had a castle in um, my family. And then second choice would be Egypt because I'm fascinated with the pyramids. That would be fun, too. Yes. I forgot about Egypt. Yeah, so that would I. be on my list. Yeah. I'm fascinated with the pyramids yeah. and the whole... The bearing with the gold, you know, their tombstones, their, their tombs. sarcophagus. Yes. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And with yeah. all the, the, like, if you touch something, you can get. What? You mean the curses? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're that curious, kind of curious about the cur- yes. curses. Yeah. 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 Cool. Very cool. And then Interesting. Stonehenge. Stonehenge would be fun. Yes. Yes. Um, the lady I was telling you about, she went and seen Stonehenge as well. Oh, yeah? Yes. Cool. Well, there's also Easter Island. Yes. Speaking of Stonehenge, yes. there's all those monoliths on Easter Island, which are interesting and yeah. equally confusing as to their origin and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. Because I remember they were saying years prior they were... The uh, body's buried underneath there, but now they dug down and there's nothing. Yeah, well, there really? you go. Mm-hmm. See, because I've seen uh, pictures. Where they've dug? Uh, and it's a full body. No, no, I'm thinking where they buried people. Oh, 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 okay. For like burial and right. 
Okay. Well, I know somewhere I'd like to go. I'd like to go to Peru and see the uh, the drawings on oh, land. Yes, yes. I've seen, if you go like to the, the website. Yeah, a... yeah. If you go to that website, there's several websites that talk about the different drawings in the Peruvian Andes on the mesas and whatnot. Yeah, I'd totally like to go and see them. There's a spider. The there's all sorts of and... things. Yeah, Spaceman mm-hmm. and, yeah. Well, guess what? It's We're out of time. Yes, for the last time, I believe. I believe... Yeah, is this, this is, our last time we have to worry about time? I believe this is episode 24, so next is 25, and we And then won't after have to that, worry. watch out. We don't have to worry about time. we can Babylon... Oh, Babylon, there's somewhere to go, too. We can just go until we can't go anymore. Yes. Cool. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I am Miss Sadie Burbank, and our and visitor... I am Lacey Montoya. There you go. And you heard what we think, and now you know. Good night. Good night. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S. Sadie Burbank Podcast. Or S. Sadie Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. This is actually me. <laughs> and see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.